M-I-E, Coco, Rockbridge. No silver or gold could weigh on the scale of glory. No treasure you should tune in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church, President of Celebration Marketplace Ministries, and author of Make Life Work in a Fast-Paced World. And here's Pastor Beckford. The Lord has made. And we will. Rejoice. And be glad. In what God has made. What are we going to rejoice and be glad in? In what God has made. So you might, don't get tired of us saying, this is the day the Lord has made. And I will rejoice and be glad in it. Yes, because we are reminding, I am reminding myself every day that I must rejoice in this day. Because God has made it. I will rejoice in what the Lord has made. I'm not going to rejoice, keep on rejoicing only in what men made. <laughs> I'm going to rejoice in what God made. And I'm going to see the hands of God through the through working in the hands of men. Okay? So when I cheer for my brother, I'm cheering because I've seen the hands of God working on his behalf. Working in his favor. Watch. Jesus increased in Luke chapter 2. All he says, increase in favor of God and man. Jesus increased in the favor of God and man. So I'm going to cheer for my brother because I see the favor of God in him, in man. <laughs> I see God handiwork. God magnificent work upon my brothers and my sisters every day and say, I, I'll be the biggest cheerleader that I have. Mm -hmm. Cheer and go, brother, go, sister. Let's get it done. Let's do it. Because God is at work in you. Out there in Raiderland this morning, I want to encourage you. God is at work in you. God is at work in you. When? Now. Yes. Because the kingdom of God is, is in, in us. In Luke chapter 17, to review, starting at verse 20, now when he was asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come, they answer, he answered them and said, the kingdom of God does not come with observation, nor will they say, see here or see there, for indeed the kingdom of God is within you. So the kingdom of God is not produced through observation. It's on the inside of us which means that it has to be sowed into the earth. A seed doesn't sow itself. A seed is sowed when the farmer takes it to the good ground destination. Verse 22, Then he said to the disciples, The days will come when you will desire to see one of the days of the Son of Man, and you will not see it. And they will say to you, Look here or look there. Do not go after them or follow them. For as the lightning that flashes out of one part under heaven shines to the other part under heaven, so also the Son of Man will be in his day. But first he must suffer many things and be rejected by this generation. As it was in the days of Noah, so it will be also in the days of the Son of Man. So what does that mean? Everybody is not going to agree what God called you to do. But as long as you and God agree... All is well. All is well. 
everybody is not going to agree. But as long as you and God, you're in agreement with what God has for you, all is well. All those people that talked about Noah, and he was already, it was already prophesied to Noah. He was already named by his father. It was already prophesied over him that he was going to break the curse. And he did. No matter how many people came, laughed, said, what you doing building that boat? When they had no, no sense of a need for a boat because there was it was nothing on the face of the earth like it was now. There was no um, rain. The heavens had not yet opened. There was only a mist that would come up over the ground. No type of um, depth that it would need this huge ark that he was building. But he continued to do it. What? In obedience unto God. And when he did it in obedience unto God, it was their ark of safety for him and his family, for those who came in. Then the Lord shut the door. So that's a significant point there about the ark, that it wasn't Noah who shut the door. It was the Lord who shut the door. So we must ensure that we are moving in a timely manner. When God says go, it's time for us to go. Jesus was an increaser. He increased. He was on the go. He was doing the work of his father. He was glorifying his father in heaven. He was building a life. And he was doing the things that he heard his father do. They were productive. Amen. Once we pick up the word of God and we make a quality decision to follow the word of God, to live by the principle that sets out in the word of God, we will see not hear about it. We will see. We will see it manifest practically in our life. Because God has given unto you, my brothers and sisters listening this morning, everything that pertain to life and godliness. And everything that we need for this life, everything that we need to live a godly life is in the book. Everything is in that book, in the Word of God. And I encourage you to become a lover of the Word of God. When You oh, you should be saying this, Oh, Lord, I love your Word. It is my meditation. It is my meditation day and night. I meditate upon your Word. Oh, Lord, I love your Word. Because in it is life. In it is light. Watch what I'm saying here this morning. In the Word of God, there is light. In the Word of God, there is life. It will bring life to you. It will bring light to you. Uh, on, in Psalms 119, David shouts, he says, Thy word, O Lord, is a lamp and a light unto my part. David shouts out, he says, uh, the word of God I hid in my heart that I will not sin against you, O Lord. So I'm telling and encouraging and you this morning that you are to become a lover of the word of God. Let us become a lover of the word of God. When you love the word, you will study the word. When you love the word, you will meditate in it. So develop an appetite for it. Whatever we develop an appetite for, we go after. Mm -hmm. 
Because <laughs> I mean, if you develop a appetite for some food, you will track it down <laughs> wherever it is. <laughs> that wherever that restaurant, you know that particular restaurant had that food that I love. You go after it to develop an appetite for the Word of God. And when you develop it up, you'll just go after it. That's what it says. Taste and see. Yeah. That the Lord is good. When you taste and you see, oh yeah, okay. Yeah. It works. I'm not hearing only. I'm doing. I'm practicing it. And based off of the experience, now you have the testimony. And it, you know, in Joshua chapter three and Joshua chapter four, when it was talking about that ark of the covenant, and it was calling it the ark of the covenant. Then sometimes say the ark of the covenant of the Lord. But once that Jordan opened up, and they brought it back out, then they started said the ark of the testimony. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> yeah, they can now what testify to it. They can testify what that this worked. Work. Yes, the Ark of the Covenant is passing before you. Yeah. So, so it is. Jesus is our high priest. Yes. So every boundary, every obstacle that's between you and your promised land, as long as you set your eyes and you're walking there behind the high priest who's already bearing the Ark of the Covenant, you'll be able to cross through. Because we know in Joshua chapter 3 and 4 there that it was 40,000 people who were prepared that crossed over the Jordan into the promised land. And when those priests' feet came out of the water, the Jordan closed back up. So if they weren't amongst the 40,000 who were prepared and moved when it was time to move, they did not go in to the promised land at that time because now the Jordan River closed back up. That's it. Because you have to move when the Spirit said move. You got to move when the Spirit said move. <laughs> You got to sit when the Spirit says sit. We, we got to become in tune and with what God is doing. I re-emphasize what I have said earlier this week, that Jesus' success lies in knowing the Word of God, in seeing what the Father does, and He only do what the Father does. When we can see what God is doing and we can do what He's doing, then we will see results. What we, I, I learned now that I need to quit doing what I want to do. I got to lay aside all those things that I want to do and, and find what God want to do through me, in me. That's the key. If I want to see great results, then I need to put aside my stuff and find out what God want to do in me, through me, and then I will see great results. Amen. And we not got to know that Jesus is willing. Yeah. It's us that be unwilling. Yeah. But it's him that's willing. So continuing on, we've just been kind of going through various verses, Luke chapter 2, Luke chapter 4, Luke chapter 5. And so now starting at verse 12, Luke chapter 5, verse 12, And it happened when he was in a certain city that, behold, a man who was full of leprosy saw Jesus and fell on his face and implored him, saying, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Verse 13. Then he put his hand and touched then he put out his hand and yeah, touched him, yeah. saying, I am willing. Yeah. Be cleansed. Immediately the leprosy left him. And he charged him to tell no one, but go and show yourself to the priest and make an offering for your cleansing as a testimony to them, just as Moses commanded. 
So what was the leper's thing, Lord, are you willing? Yeah. It, it, that's what he was going around wondering. Well, maybe it's not my will to be healed. Maybe it's not my will to be healed. Maybe it's not my will to be healed. Because as soon as he says, sees Jesus, he said, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. What did Jesus say? I am willing. Yeah. Be cleansed. So we have to have that revelation that Jesus is willing, that he wills, that each one of us walk in divine health, that we operate in strength, in productivity, that we declare the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living, that he gives us a long, satisfying life, not just a long life, but he says, with long life, I will satisfy you. What is that? A satisfying life. Yeah. Not just a life that's long, but a mm. life that's satisfying. Yeah. Dan, in that same uh, narrative that you just read, uh, Jesus tells him, I am willing to be now clean mm -hmm. and go show yourself, be healed, go show yourself to who? The, the priest. priest. And Jesus tells him, just don't go empty-handed. Jesus says, give an offering to what has done for you. It's a testimony. See, Jesus did not want nobody. See, God don't want nothing from you and I. <laughs> because he has everything. He wants to, He wants us to believe. Mm -hmm. So Jesus tells the man specifically, now just don't go. You have to show that you are grateful, you are thankful for this healing and manifestation. There's a whole big teaching right there, Diane. Yeah, because then he, he says, I am willing, be cleansed. So now the proof of him being cleansed, the priests have to sign off on it yes. in order for him to be able to rejoin civilization. So Jesus tells him to go and make an offering yeah. for your cleansing, cleansing. as a testimony to them, just as Moses commanded. We want to invite you to Celebration Tabernacle this Sunday morning at 10 a.m. We're located at 1010 Dixon Boulevard. Make your day count. Thank you for tuning in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church in the beautiful city of Cocoa. For more information on this broadcast, 